This can be played at high volume. Live and local. This is the game. Southwest Louisiana's sports station. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. It's Saturday, and you know what that means. Finally time for the world-famous CD to step to the mic for two straight hours of no-holds-barred sports talk. It's better than Desperate Housewives. You better get ready. Because Under the Dome with CD starts right now. Let's do it. I'm ready. Let's do it. Welcome, everyone. Good morning to you beautiful people on this gorgeous, I mean, quite literally, the most gorgeous day to be out here live and in living color out in Lake Charles. Hopefully, you're enjoying yourself on this Louisiana Saturday morning. I know I sure am. Appreciate you listening in, however you're doing so, be it through 103.7 Lafayette or 104.1 out Lake Charles, which is where we are. Blanc, you can turn down that music a little bit more so I can kind of uh, so hear myself a little bit here. More importantly, the sights and sounds we have right now, we're out at This Is Home Fest 2022. It's the second annual edition live from Ryan Street. We're right in front of the courthouse at the intersection of Ryan and Kirby Street. So why don't you come by, say hey. We've got some free swag and also some downtown rising tickets We'll give you some information about that in the next segment. But obviously, it's a sports show, and we're out here on a fantastic Saturday. If you're a Saints fan, you are probably in the best mood ever with Jarvis Landry signing with the Saints. You got the Houston Astros. They're on an absolute tear of a win streak. We got a lot to get to in the next two hours, and this is a stacked show to say the least. And I'm absolutely, again, blessed to be out here with you and if you want to call up the conversation line, it's open, 337-706-0111. But without further ado, let's get right down to brass tacks and get to what's causing all this with your Saturday Sports Sermon. Hit it. The famous CD is on his soapbox to start your Saturday. It's time for your Saturday Sports Sermon. The NC2A is trying to put that genie back in the bottle, putting the toothpaste back in the tube, if you will. And it's a good thing for the here and now, but I guarantee you this, the future of the NCAA will be on shaky ground, and it's because of that big moneymaker that is college football. The first year of NIL has been an absolute mess. It's put so much pressure on and stress on the NCAA as other programs across the country are starting to take advantage of loopholes here and there to where they're going to have to start regulating this entire thing. And why are they just now starting to regulate it? It's simple, because there's always someone willing to take advantage of it. You don't have to worry about the bagmen, the McDonald's bagmen of the Tennessees or the strong-ass offers we hear. you got to worry about the people who are outside dealing with this. You're having to deal with these boosters, these big names like a John Gordon McKernan, let's use that name, or anybody else trying to make a quick buck and make sure 
it incentivizes guys to jump ship from a smaller school like a Louisiana or a LSU to go over to Alabama. One of those things. A smaller program going over to a bigger program because there's more money involved. There's more money at stake. And the biggest thing the NCAA is focusing in on is that they should have been regulating this in the first place because the boosters are tipping their hand and making the decision to go to their respective schools a lot easier. And that's where the root of all this is. That's where the root of the problem is right here, right now. Because imagine going back a few years ago when Joe Burrow was exiting stage left from The Ohio State University. And if he was a big name, a blue chip prospect, and everybody would have loved to have had him, I guarantee you there was going to be so much pressure coming on, coming down on that organization from the aftermath of the Supreme Court hearing that they did their best, Kyler Murray, and scrambled. They scrambled like crazy to get something set up. And that's where we're at. Again, this is all because of the sins of the father. That is one man and one man only. That's Mark Emmert, the guy that's leaving, that's exiting stage left in a couple months' time. The guy that was at LSU for a certain point in his career. I think that's kind of the biggest issue. That's the biggest ordeal you're going to have to deal with in the here and the now. Transfers are the biggest part of this issue. Now, how much of it is going to affect recruiting as well as anybody's guess? I'm wondering how this is all going to go if you're a LSU, if you're even the Cajuns, for instance. A couple guys I can think of transferred over from LSU, from UL, excuse me, to LSU in Florida. Bigger names who, who had big impacts on the team last year, they're going to go somewhere else because of the fact that the NIL is there, the money's there. Sometimes you just got to get that quick buck, especially if you're a player that may not have a shot of being able to make it to the NFL. The NIL is not a bad thing. It's never been a bad thing. It's just the way it's been handled by the NC2A because they have just done a whole lot of nothing before this. And that's been their MO for the better part of, I think, a decade, going back to the changes they made with the CFP and, all, and whatnot. They have never done anything to make this thing work right. But lo and behold, in 2022, they're finally waking up. But it's going to be something that's probably going to hurt. Because you hear the old saying, you can't op- you can't close Pandora's box. You can't put toothpaste back in the tube. You can't put kayfabe back into pro wrestling. You cannot go back on this. You can't try and put this toothpaste back in the tube. Because I think college football, they know their worth. They've evaluated themselves to where they're going to uh, say, we're going to split before long. A lot like what we're seeing in the state of Louisiana with select, non-select split. That's us been going on for a while, and it feels like we're never going to get that toothpaste back in the tube, Jack. But I'll tell you this. The Power Five conferences are going to be breaking off and doing their own thing before too long. I, I just feel like that in the next five to ten years. The NCAA Reform Committee, or whatever you want to call it, they're going to start regulating to the point where the NCAA football programs, those big ones, the SEC, the Big Ten, the ACC, and whatever's left of the Big 12 and the Pac-12, they're all going to come together and try and create their own thing, create their own league. It's something we've heard about a lot from a lot of different people, but I think it's becoming more of an inevitability 
if we're being quite honest. And hopefully we see that change happen sooner rather than later because right now the NCAA and their policy of do nothing, know nothing, it's coming back to bite them in the backside in a big way. And the reform being done, it's a great thing because it's needed to be done for a while. And the fact that it hasn't been done, because it should have been done from day one. The way they should have done NIL was make sure that the boosters, the people that are up front in the money to these players, don't have a hand in the recruiting process. Because then we get into a whole different ordeal. And I think a lot of you would agree with me. You need to have these things in place, especially with another big bad in the NCAA transfer portal. That thing is an absolute mess and needs to be regulated. But the NCAA is never going to do anything about it because at this point, if you do, it's going to cause a paradigm shift. It's going to change a lot of things in the not-too-distant future. I'm interested to see how many steps it takes before we get to the big show, before we get to the Goliath of college football breaking away. And who's to say a conspiracy theory could be Mark Emmert could be the guy that helps lead this push and speeds this thing up. It's anybody's guess. Your guess is as good as mine. But hopefully the conversation shifts towards the NIL being regulated, the transfer portal being regulated, and people can work in harmony. But it feels more like the NCAA won't let that happen. But we're out here for a great cause. This is Home Festival going down. It's a free festival. The music is about a stone's throw away from me. The big stage going to be starting at noon with Suzanne Santo and Amanda Shaw going to be performing live on stage. Can't wait for that. They're starting to crank up some music. Hopefully it's not too loud where you're listening, be it 103.7 Lafayette or 104.1 Lake Charles. And, if, again, come on down. I'm hearing some white snake right now over on the main stage. We've got the Lake Charles Toyota hometown stage right across from me to the to my left. And groups from local high schools in McNeese State are going to be out there. That will be starting as soon as I go off the air at 11 a.m. And we bring you to LSU baseball. Game one of the doubleheader. They're resuming the action. Last night the game got canceled due to rain and lightning. Looks like the weather's going to hold out on a Saturday. Fingers and toes crossed there. And we'll have all the action right here on the game, 103.7 Lafayette and 104.1 Lake Charles, as soon as I sign off right here. Chris Blair and company will take it from there, lead you back into the action. I believe that's in the third inning when that game got shut down because of bad weather. So come on down here. we got great vendors, food, and as somebody who's been trying to lose weight, going to try and control myself because the diet starts back up on Monday, and more importantly, pass a good time because it's a stupendous Saturday morning, and we got great sports talk to get to you. If you want to call in, 337-706-0111. I got the man, the myth, the legend, the great Gazzolo. He'll be coming on in about 15 minutes. But in the meantime, in between time, let's take a quick time out, and we'll get to some LSU baseball talk. Hell, we'll talk about some of the stuff going on with the Saints as well. So, again, Jim Gazzolo, bottom of the hour, talking LSU baseball next right here on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 104 One Lake Charles. We are Southwest Louisiana Sports Station.
All right, welcome back to Under the Dome with CD right here on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. I got to say, Downtown Rising, it is coming up on June 4th. And if you haven't gotten tickets yet, don't you worry. I've got you covered with a pair of tickets to the event, and they're in my hand ready to be given out to one lucky winner. That's right. Raider and Louisiana Raging Cajuns are presenting Downtown Rising, and it's returning to Park International June 4th, 2022. This thing's been almost two years in the making with Cold War kids coming over to Downtown Lafayette. Andy Frasco in the U.N., Julian Primo, Clay Cormier, the Debtors, and some of the best DJs in the state of Louisiana are going to be spinning music all day long. So trust me, you want to get in here and get in on the festivities of This Is Home Festival, come say hey. And here's the thing. After the show wraps up, I want you to come over here and beat me in a game of rock, paper, scissors, best two out of three. You do that. You get a pair of tickets to the biggest party of the summer out in downtown Lafayette. And if you want to call in, 337-706-0111. I've not only got that. I've got some koozies. I've got some T-shirts. I've got so much stuff to give away right now. Get over here and come and get it. And also, download our free app, especially out in Lake Charles. You would hear us crystal clear on the free app. And I'm looking forward to seeing everybody out here. And I'm more excited about the fact that I said Jim Cazzo was going to join us at the bottom of the hour, but he got here early. Maybe he could join me for the whole show. Who knows how things are going to go with the Nobody one and only. That. Nobody wants that. The one and only Greg Gazzolo here with me live. I don't, I don't know about that either. It's the, come on, man. You got it. I, I think the moment is this is the dome in the chuck. The dome in the chuck. I like how you. That's unbelievable. I like how you think. I like how you think, man. So how you doing, brother? I'm, I haven't I'm talked to you in a good. while. I'm doing good. Good, doing good, good. It's just been this is this is nice down here. Oh no, it's really nice, man. It's it's got that old school feel to it. Like when I was driving around downtown, getting here, it reminded me a lot because a few years ago, me and RP3, we wound up going down to Birmingham for SC Media Days for Hoover, All and right. we spent like a little bit of time in Birmingham, a little more downtown. And it reminded me a lot of that, like the older buildings, yeah. just, some, just some of the old school while also being in the modern world. See, we got Chase Tower not too far away, some newer stuff, but you can still feel some of that old, old town feel. That's uh, blown yep. out still. <laughs> two, two years later, man. Two years later. <laughs> but my goodness, it's just it's a beautiful day outside. More importantly, it I think nice it's, a, it's a great time to be a McNeese State Cowboys fan. Especially it's soft, a good day. It's a good day to be a cowboy, I guess. Especially softball. I mean, you got softball out there. Softball going, going back to the national tournament. Yeah. Where, uh, where do you think they're going to kind of wind up? Uh, he thought Austin maybe, Arkansas maybe. Um, depends on if LSU hosts. I don't think LSU will host. Oh, LSU's not hosting. I don't so think. then that leaves you with Arkansas or Austin. Uh, that was kind of his two thoughts. Austin uh, would be that pretty, about right. Austin would be a pretty good pretty good regional to be paired up with because I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if that's where the Cajuns could wind up, too. It could, and they've beaten the Cajuns once, and the Cajuns have beaten them once. Look, yeah. for McNeese, this is all about can they win a couple games of the tournament? Well, they've gotten there before. They've yeah. won a game before. Can they win two now? Like, can they exactly. kind of build on this? But the fact you, you go back-to-back -back winning the Southland yeah. Conference Championship, that's a great thing. Yeah, it is. And it, it is the 
he is the James, James Landry now is the premier program of the school right now. Yeah, um, baseball's not far behind though, actually. But uh, of course, you know, in, in, when you win the Southwood, it's always who's in the Southwood next year to repeat with. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you're not. Here's the thing: you're not wrong because it, it feels like the Southland Conference. It's like it just it's there's a lot of fluctuation going on. A lot on. of fluctuation. A lot of people leaving. I, I, a lot of I don't want coming back. A lot of people going everywhere. I don't want to throw shade on the Southland Conference and the pretty much soon to be official home of the Southland Conference with Lake Charles, where you're gonna have Southland Conference media days oh, here. Schwerville, 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 yes. That's- Speaking speaking of Heath, Heath Schwerville, Mr. Media, Mr. Media, yeah, it's uh, it's it's an amazing job of what he did to get everything here for the next four or five years, Um, and ironically, it actually starts this week because uh, baseball will be here. The baseball tournament will have a mini baseball tournament. They they are going to do kind of a regional sub regional divide this year. Oh, really? The first round, one of the rounds, will be here. Uh, if they win today, they will be the number one seed. If Southeastern loses either one of their two games, they will be the number one seed. So, Oh, wow. They got three pass to the number one seed, but they're already going to host one of the two tournaments. That's interesting. I didn't realize they were going to do something like that. Yeah. Eight- they're, they're, they're looking, they were looking for games anywhere at the end of the year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just the nature of the beast sometimes, especially with the way. Again, it's the fact that there's been so much South- fluctuation and changes in the South and Conference. Southland, love it, win it, or leave it. <laughs> The way it is, especially and now. Coming and, back, and, and you know, again, Lamar's coming back. The bar's coming back. Lamar's coming back in two years. Yes. Uh, Incarnate Word has not officially left yet. They may be back next year. Um, anybody's guess, right? Anybody, we, we we accept all. We accept all comers. Oh no, that's 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 all. That's everybody. I think if we're being honest about each other. People walking around town going, "Have team will travel." <laughs> yes, exactly. And there's this new Southland scene. Come on in. You know, um, uh, what was that? What was that team? That high school team from like last year? That that fake high school? Well, that that's part of the whole. That's a, that's got a Southland connection. Ha, have they tried to join the Southland? They have not. <laughs> but I can't remember the name now. Ironically, uh, Lamar's opening game last year had a very similar tone to it. It played a, a school from Houston that had. No affiliation with anybody, and uh, it, they ended up losing their streaming money because nice. it wasn't a real game. Wow. And it led to the downfall of Lamar if there was such a thing. <laughs> if there is such well, a thing. Well, you go 2-29 two, you go in basketball, you go 2-9 and nine in football. It's, uh, I guess we go, we, go, we go back home. Yeah. We do that. We, we say, Southland, can you take us back? <laughs> yeah. You, you brought up your boy Heath Troyer, by the way, talking with Jim Gazzolo editor for or big niece reporter i should say not editor yeah i, I wouldn't say editor, no. <laughs> big niece reporter for the lake charles american press you talk about schroyer mr yes. media mr media i gotta give him a shout out real quick 10 15 i've got on head coach gary golf joined the program i might need your assistance on some stuff about McNeese. maybe we'll talk about that in the, in the break on football right. but trust me he hit me up about like 8 15 8 20 about 40 minutes before we got live on air, gave him, a, gave him a ring, talked to him for a minute. Then he gave me, he hooked me up with Gary Goff, got in touch with him. Gary Goff's out there fishing on a Saturday. Sure. And, and, I can't think of anything better to do outside of being here at This Is Home Festival. On the, it's a beautiful Saturday compared to like yesterday afternoon yes. where it was just Oh, it'll get hot. Pouring. It'll get oh, hot. no, it's, it's already hot. It didn't like, rain here at all. Really, it didn't no, rain here. Didn't I know it rain rain more around Sulphur, like Lafayette. Got 
right by the yeah. game studios got drenched. No, I, I heard uh, that's what happened with LSU baseball. That's what happened with Southeastern in the Nichols game. We got no rain here. Rain doesn't like – we only get the wind. We just like <laughs> wind here. <laughs> so you're saying Lake Charles is like Tiger Stadium. It never rains. No, it rains. Oh, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, they, they say Some, uh, Tiger Your, your boy Scooter Hobbs could tell us stories about that, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, he can. And other stories. Uh, <laughs> um, How's no, he doing anyways? He's doing good. Um, I almost chatted him up, but I was like, I, I didn't know if he was going to be busy or not. Wait. It, it's pretty early for Scooter. <laughs> pretty early for Scooter. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say there. I don't know. It's a, I don't know what you're gonna see there when you call him up there. But no, uh, he's doing well. Um, you know, he, he's a big, big, big LSU guy. Oh, and, of course. Uh, I don't know what he makes of this LSU baseball team um, because they they were so bad so early, but now they're playing pretty well. Oh no, I think it's just like this team has started to get it together, and that's what I wanted to get to in this segment. Is they've started to get it together. In terms of their offense, their hitting they has been gonna, great. Yes, yes. Like I mean, you have Dylan Cruz out, but here's the thing: their rotation has been the biggest issue, yeah. and the biggest thing holding them back to get into that conversation of, "Oh wait, this team is going to Omaha." I know one of our sales reps. This is this is going to be a funny story. So he was mentioning he was going to take time off in June to go to the College World Series because he's from Nebraska. He he loves Omaha, and he mentioned LSU College World Series. Before the season even started. Yeah. And I'm like, that's that's bold confidence. Now, mind you, I also threw down some shekels on the LSU winning the College World Series. So maybe I had some optimism there, or maybe I was just thinking, hey, if this happens, I'm going to cash a pretty decent yeah. check. That's kind of where I'm at on this whole thing. LSU baseball, it's the rotation. You got Mikhail Hilliard last night allows four runs in the second inning, and that caused them to be down 4-2 heading into today's resumption of game one of a doubleheader and Blake yeah. Money, honestly, Blake Money has feasted on non-conference cupcakes and his his stock is crashing like Bitcoin is right now. Well, that's well, that's rough. Uh, <laughs> that's where you are in college baseball when you come to this time of year. How many arms have survived? How many arms do you have to go to? Um, and their their biggest issue early in the year was fielding. Yeah, more than anything. Oh, no, it else. still is. And yeah, they're gonna hit. Yeah. Are they going to hit the best pitching enough to make up for their own pitching? And let's face it, if given any opportunity at all, the NCAA is putting a regional in Baton Rouge. Yeah. <laughs> no, the NCAA is going to – like. So, the, here's the thing. I think NC well, LSU absolutely has every right to host a regional this year. Yes. If they had stumbled a lot, like, throughout the season, I think this weekend is huge towards securing that spot because you're playing – Ole Miss and Vanderbilt, your last two series of the season. Yes. And Vanderbilt's not Vanderbilt. No. You're still going to have to deal with the Vandy Whistler, which is just the worst thing in, in all humankind, but the, it is what it is. I'm, I'm dreading that part when they play Vandy. I believe, Everybody hates the poor Whistler guy. Well, the Whistler, it's annoying. Especially it, it is like, annoying on TV. Uh, well, it's even more annoying on radio, to be honest with you. Is it? Because you're hearing it the entire time. Like, you're hearing is. Like, I can tell you, I've, I've gotten so annoyed at that. It's just the most frustrating thing about college baseball is the Vandy Whistler. And the fact you have that, you play, you play Vandy to end the season. The Vandy Whistler getting airtime. And then you play him again. And then you're probably going to wind up playing him in the, in the SEC tournament. Yeah, probably. And you know Vandy Whistler is going to make the trip but, over to, to Alabama. Everybody knows the SEC tournament means nothing. It it's, do- it's, a, it's a nice little prize. It doesn't. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. Because I think 
LSU has been proof of it meaning something because whenever they show up and they have a good run of the tournament, they make it to the semifinals or the finals, it gives them that extra A little oomph. momentum. It's, it's the opposite of what the SEC tournament is in, in basketball because the, the tournaments in basketball don't mean like, squad douche. Like, no. you could pretty much, like, like LSU, two, like, not this past season, but the season before, made it to the championship game and barely lost to Alabama, one of the best teams in the country that year, and you still didn't get a higher seed. You didn't prove at all. No. That's kind of where my, like, frustrations are with the NCAA basketball tournament. Well, that's uh, – Baseball's different because you actually have an extra day to piece it all together and you drop it on Memorial they, Day. They do a better job of, yes. It is – Yeah. They have to get that – the NCAA basketball tournament has to get that TV show in at 6 o'clock CBS. And that's the worst part. If you, if you part. don't do that, then you cannot make up for anything that goes He's on. The hay, I mean, the hay's already Sunday. in the barn. No. You got – and you, you don't, you can't move teams around at that time. Everything is leaked out where guys are going, so they know who to look for. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a. Uh, it would be nice to see them end and do it on Monday, but that's yeah. not going to happen. Like I gotta say, I mean, again, Mikael Hilliard's not going to pitch in Game One, right? Like, there's no way because you would never not see, think so. you never see it during a long delay ever in any level of baseball where you throw out the starting pitcher after like eight nine hours of delay. No, but then again. This is a day delay, so I would even see. I don't. I, I just. I, it's, it feels it's, feels it's unlikely. A Twelve hour delay, thirteen hour. Well, delay. I'm just saying. I like, hope they don't bring him back. You yeah. never. You never know. College, college baseball does things that pro baseball doesn't I mean, do. I mean, Jay, I, I haven't gotten a real read on Jay Johnson yet. He, he mind you, he's better than Maneri because Maneri. With I, I love Maneri. Great guy. I've talked to him several times. Just always kindest human being ever. But it always felt like he would just take it easy and never really rag on anybody when maybe they he they needed to be ragged on. No, that was his style. His style was very laid back, very he baseball right. baseball has two types of coaches. You either have the really rah rah guy or you have the laid back guy that I'm playing the long game and it's a long season. Yeah. And and the two rarely ever mesh and I, I think I think the long one is of more of the Pro look of things. Yeah. Of hey, we got 162. I'm worried about the long game. Let's see where we are in May. Let's see where we are in June compared to the house is on fire yeah. in February. The house is on fire early February. It's on fire out here. It is a hot one. Make sure you come out here to This Is Home Fest out in Lake Charles. We're going to take a quick timeout when we come back. We'll get to some more McNeese. Who knows what else we'll wind up getting into? JG and CD out here in Lake Together Charles. again. Reunited feels so good right here on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. We are Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Welcome back to Under the Dome with CD right here on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. We're out here at This Is Home Fest in Lake Charles. Blanc on the ones and twos, the threes and the fours. Appreciate him getting this operation up and running, getting this hot fit going. The music's going to be starting at 11 at the hometown stage with groups from local schools and McNeese State. And then at high noon, Amanda Shaw and Suzanne Santo will be on the main stage. And the best part is this festival is absolutely free. Zero dollars and zero cents to get here and pass a good time and enjoy the tremendous Food from the vendors. I'm seeing a Coca-Cola booth that might be calling my name come 11 o'clock. 
Because I, I mean, I got some water back here, but trust me, I wouldn't mind a little bit of a soda around lunchtime. And while you're here, come say, hey, again, I've got koozies, I've got T-shirts, and I've got tickets to Downtown Rising on June 4th to give away. Get out here and enjoy a wonderful Saturday, seeing some people biking around here in, as our guy Jim Gozzola would say, the Chuck. I've got him with me, the beat reporter, or some would say a writer of words. Some would say that, yes. Some would say a writer of words for the McNeese Cowboys. Well, as one part. would say that. I don't know if some would say that. <laughs> I say that. that as part of like Charles American Press. And I've had him on several times as a guest host. Yes. Now he's a guest co-host, I guess. I uh, know, just a guest. <laughs> so, yeah, like going back to what we were talking about. With you, know what I, you know what I like about this place? Yeah, what's that? It's a block from where I can park because my wife's office is right there. <laughs> Nice. I like that. So that was that was nice. That was nice. I'm oh yeah, no, exactly. It's perfect. It's a perfect setup. Again, I, yeah, I, I like how at the corner of Ryan and Kirby. We're at the corner of Ryan and Kirby. We're about a like a football throw away from the Lake Charles hometown stage. Well, not if you've seen Lake McNeese um, quarterbacks lately. Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't. Heard, I haven't seen that. We're a couple fullback dives away. <laughs> oh really? It, 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 it's, <laughs> Well, I'm saying at least for me, like I, I've got a pretty decent arm. I, I know I'm like 33. I may not have an arm of a. I might have an arm, probably more of a Drew Brees, circa 2014. Be able to throw a couple, couple bombs, and then I'd say like about a, about a punt away from me is the other, st- other stage where they were playing some White Snake earlier. That's going to be the yeah, main two, stage two with impressive. Amanda Shaw and Suzanne Santo going to be performing at high noon. You were saying, Jim? I, I was just saying, two, two stages, pretty impressive. Yeah, exactly. It's it's impressive, and especially them being close together. I, again, a couple weeks ago, I was out at Festival International where they got like 5 million stages. Yeah. And I think this is, this is a good starting point. Again, this is the second annual event, and I'm sure it's going to be growing every single year. Maybe, it, is, maybe, it, is, it is amazing to see this town from where it was especially like two years ago right yeah and it's amazing to see mcneese from two years ago the interest they have based on where they were i mean it was it was it was an ugly two years oh no exactly (laughs) an ugly two years exactly and you know things are starting to be great but things are starting to kind of pick back up again i mean we we talk about the Capital One Tower, where it's like the, some of the windows are still blown out, but you know, there, things there are starting a, to get there back. There is actually a uh, uh, talk of that what they're going to do with that. So, anything like in particular? Uh, like, I forgot who actually purchased it. Um, and is again, like you know more than I do. Uh, but they have said they're going to bring it back as is. They're not going to tear it down. So, oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, it's, you know. yeah. No, I'm, I, it's just <laughs> it's just interesting again to to because I. Yeah, no, and I've never really been on this side of the truck. I was saying during the break, the side of the truck I've mainly been on has been places where I'm placing money, or I'm like throwing away my money. Yeah, <laughs> Adam, that, uh, the, that, the nugget more, and, and more well known to sports personality. <laughs> exactly, especially and, now. And, you know, it's uh, that that's growing. That is really no, exactly. Like, like with the, with I, mean, the betting. I mean, our lead-in was a sports betting show. Yeah, like we got so that's Vsin. Uh, shout out to them, by the way, Vsin yeah. with betting across America. If you're listening in on the app, full disclosure, you won't be hearing the LSU game because we can't, legal reasons, all that stuff. But we will have, instead, some great 
like betting talk with betting across America from eleven to five. So you're gonna have you're not gonna have LSU baseball two games, but it will be on, on the radio. The, yeah, it'll be on your FM dial. If you're on if you're on the FM dial, driving around, making your way over to this is home fest. So you're starting to get in, you're starting to get into some electronical things that you're out of my age. <laughs> I just want to turn it on and hear it. Now well, you've got apps. You've got all this stuff. That's like that's like baseball last night. I get I have Apple products, <laughs> but I can't figure out how to get the Apple game. What was the Apple game last night, anyways? Uh, Boston and Atlanta. Okay. How, how was that? I don't know. I couldn't get it. <laughs> I don't know. Boston and Atlanta, that's, uh, that would have been, that's probably going to be a good I, game. I I'm not very savvy tech. Thankfully, I am, and I'm able to get this show on the air. Yes. I w- I w- I'm, just, I'm just a writer of words. You're, you're a writer and a speaker of words. Speaker of words. Thank you for thank you for Jordy Holberg for that phrase that we just constantly use. Constantly use. So yeah, like going, we were talking we were talking about Ellis uh, uh, McNeese baseball. How, yeah. How's that been? Because I, I that, is I've a, been, that has been a weird thing to follow. I've been more keeping tabs on LSU and the Cajuns, obviously. Came into this weekend with the possibility of a six-way tie for first. Really, a six? How many teams are in this Southland? Six. Eight. Oh wow. Okay. And I, had, I, had, I almost I thought the, everybody was just tied for first. I called the commissioner's office <laughs> as I often do, and I asked them. What's your six-way tiebreaker? Huh? <laughs> what is it? Crickets. <laughs> and I go, okay. Which reminded me of, hey, the SEC, I once said, the SEC just put in a COVID plan. What's your COVID plan? Yeah, exactly. Uh, we have one. We'll get back to you. And a half hour later, so, they said, uh, we'll have one tomorrow. <laughs> quick question. Yes. Have you ever watched the movie Basketball? Yes. You know what I'm, ta- you know I'm going to talk about, right? The Denzel Cup? Yeah. How they basically you do it just basically by an alternating round robin. Yes. Uh, potato sack race. <laughs> uh, yes. I, it, this is it became very simple last night because UNO lost, blew a seven nothing lead in the first. So the two teams that you are sure gonna, you oh, sure it was UNO not Atlanta. No, it was UNO. <laughs> so the two teams that are hosting the mini tourney as they call it. Yeah. Bracket A and bracket B, um, are are set. It'll yeah. Be, It'll be either UNO and Southeastern in one, and McNeese is going to host one. Okay. So that's set based on today. Southeastern has two games with Nichols. They win one, they host. They win two. They're going to at least tie for co-championship. They could be the number one seed. McNeese just has to go out and win, and they're the number one seed because of the uh, tiebreakers. Okay. So that's simple. McNeese can simplify it by winning. Okay. No, that's cool. So, yeah, I think it's definitely going to be interesting to see how it all kind of comes together. How it got here is – a, a wild last week of ride that uh, I have no idea how it happened. No. Yeah, and next thing you know, we'll get into the NCAA tournament. And uh, would you say, Mc, like, what's McNeese's shot like? Well, if they win the conference tournament, well, yeah, they're obviously, in, and they're out in two games. Okay, come on. <laughs> uh, they are not as good. I don't think they're as good a team as last year, but they're a more interesting team than last year. Okay. Last year they lost yeah. in two games. Gotcha. Uh, you know, we we come down to when we come down to. The divide between now the NIL money and the big schools and that it's 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 gaping now. Oh no, it's 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 been that way for and it's just getting bigger. A year. You're asking kids to basically go to schools to play when you can give them money to sit. Yeah, and I'm going to take the money to sit. Money, oh, money yeah. still plays. Money plays. Exactly. I mean, I mean, you think Judd Marcus Russell is going to be like, hey, I, I don't want to take all this money. I'm gonna take all this no. money just to sit. I mean, that's basically what he did when yes. he was when he was with the Raiders back in the day. And that's and, and so. I don't know how I don't know how we'll get to a Stony Brook again with the upsets and that. Yeah. Um, so I think the next couple of years, as they figure it out, will be the key to having that. Then I think it's kind of 
I think we're done with those. We're done with it? I think we're done with it. And I think very good possibility the winner of the Southland goes to LSU and opens with LSU. Yeah, gets 0-2 barbecued, I guess. Uh, they get 0-2 probably. I mean, I'd, I'd have to see who the number three seed is that comes and plays them in round two. But Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised honestly if I'm a, like the Cajuns could be in that mix. And if it is, but it's all about what they do against Texas State this weekend because they the lost the first game. The, the wild thing about the Cajuns and McNeese is that's at least a rivalry game that's interesting. Yeah, I, it's, I, it's they're all it's never dull one with those two teams. No, and uh, one thing about it is um, Justin Hill, the head coach of McNeese, yep. is now two wins away from Tony Robichaux as the all-time winner at McNeese. That's cool, man. Like yeah. and, and Justin's a great guy. Yeah, he is, and uh, to me, this has been a fantastic year for him as yeah. a coach because he lost his Friday night starter before the season began. He lost his top hitter. He was three and six, and he's rebounded to finish and could win the league. So I think he's done his best job. No, yeah. Um, but it's interesting to see how because we'll have a piece tomorrow or next week on obviously Robes and what he meant to the program. Uh, but he could win it at home, and the, he could tie the record at home the first day of the tournament, which would be kind of nice for him to do it at home. Oh, no, it'd be tremendous to be able to they could, they could also go have that. to a barbecue, too, as we say. And we have to wait a year. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, either way, he's probably going to be passing that record before too long. Well, he'll, yeah, unless. And it couldn't happen to, be, to a better guy, honestly. I, I like the guy as far as the guy goes. I think he was, you know, the one, th- the one thing about them is him and James Lander now, and I, I'll say this forever, is. The, the the first Saturday after the hurricane, yeah, I got a call from Justin Hill, and he said we've put together some kids, softball and baseball, that will come and clean up yards. Do you know any yards? And I go, yeah. well, I you know I got trees all over my yard. He goes, we'll be at your house. Then give me a list, and we'll hit the list. And that's what they did. And they went around town for three weeks. Uh, some of them driving two hours to come in like everybody else, cleaning up the town and cleaning up and helping people. So that means a lot more to me than any wins or losses. Oh, exactly. At the end of the day, it's some like you got to be a guy that's a pillar of the community, and somebody. Like, yeah. And again, we talk about Tony Robichaux. I mean, that's based, That's what he really was. He's a pillar of the community, and we're seeing Justin Hill kind of continue that legacy. Funny Robichaux story, though. Okay. Real quick, because I was, I was researching this story. Robichaux's putting up. He's, he's the first guy to put up lights at uh, what's now Joe Miller Ballpark at the Joe. At the Joe, and he goes. He's selling them, and he sells all the light poles. Then he wants more money, so he sells all the light poles again. <laughs> so he sells the light poles a third time to raise funds. <laughs> so people can just put different names on saying donated by, donated by, donated by. So you ended up seeing three names on every poll. <laughs> hey, it worked, it right? Worked. All right, it gonna, worked. All right, we're going to take a, another timeout, wrap up the hour with my fave five picks to click for this weekend. And we're talking about casinos. May have to make a trek over to a local betting establishment and put these five picks to click they'd love to have you oh i know they would (laughs) trust me they have plenty of my money already (laughs) so we'll take quick time out you're listening to the game 1037 lafayette and 1041 lake charles southwest louisiana sports station welcome back to Under the Dome with CD right here on the game. 103.7 Lafayette and 104.1 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. We're out here in Lake Charles at the downtown Lake Charles. This is Home Festival here on Ryan Street at the intersection of Ryan and Kirby. 
and people are starting to kind of file in here, definitely feeling like a wonderful time to be out here for This Is Home Fest. I got tickets to Downtown Rising to give away at the end of the show, right after we sign off here and take you to LSU Baseball. But that's future talk. Right here, right now, I've got five picks to click for this weekend, more specifically today's action. And again, I'm not too far from a, some betting establishments. Might make a trek over there a little bit after I get out of This Is Home Fest. So here's my five picks to click for this weekend. And let me just say this. This one's going to net you a pretty penny, $76.21 if this all hits on a $5 parlay. That's the rules here. It's always a $5 parlay, five picks. We're going to go Houston Moneyline against the Washington Nationals today, 6.05 first pitch. Hopefully that game goes as planned. There's some weather that could play a role in this one. But I still think minus 165, the Astros can get to 12 straight wins. They've done it three times before. Let's make it a fourth. New York Yankees taking on your Chicago White Sox, Jim. And I got them, the Yankees, winning over the White Sox at minus 155. Cincinnati Reds, they've been pretty darn good. They've turned it around over the last few weeks. They're playing Pittsburgh. They've they played better. They played, playing Pittsburgh. They've played better. And I got them winning over the Pittsburgh Pirates at minus 115. And we'll go with some hockey. May not be the biggest hockey expert here, but I'll throw down on a couple of these. Minus 140. I'll go with the Carolina Hurricanes over the Boston Bruins today at 330. And then at 607, the Toronto Maple Leafs beating the Tampa Bay Lightning at minus 125. Right here, right now, again, it's an easy kind of bet. Because it's all favorites. Those favorites don't always hit, but when it hits, it's going to hit pretty well at $76.21 because it's plus 14.24 odds right there. But mind you, nobody throwing down more money than the man himself, Mattress Mac, making his way across state lines. Did you see this? Yes. He threw down $4 million. If this hits, the Astros winning the World Series. Not only are your mattresses free, the Mattress Mac makes $43 million. Would be one of the biggest payouts ever. Ever. Cat is throwing around money like crazy. And I, as, as a degenerate mattress gambler. Mattress business is good. Mattress Mac is, like, mattress Mac is my idol. The cat's out there like, throwing down bets on everything in between. If only he threw down some money on Rich Strike last weekend, right? <laughs> yes. Like 80 to 1 odds. Everybody, Dude, everybody in this country would have a new bed oh everybody <laughs> everybody talks about the great resignation people would have been resigning from their jobs putting oh, down yes. the money that you know mattress smack would have thrown down on red strike yes but we'll take a quick time out we'll be back with more going to talk about the Saints schedule to open up our number two of two here live from downtown lake charles you're listening to the game 1037 lafayette and 1041 lake charles southwest louisiana sports station Hopefully you're enjoying yourself. Come on out and say hey to me, JG, and all the crew here in Lake Charles at the This Is Home Festival. Starts at 11. Get on out here.